Warning. The following contains massive spoilers for the designated series. Listener discretion is advised. You're listening to The Television Archive, the show where we, the television-loving hordes of the internet, take a deep dive into what used to be in our beloved media. My name is Thomas Michael Clark, and this is Teen Titans. Discussing season two, episode six, titled Date with Destiny. Yet another great episode. Uh, so, this is the first episode of the season that we're seeing sporting the Japanese theme song. For those of you who don't know, uh, the Japanese version of the theme song is essentially this show's way of telegraphing that the episode you're about to watch is absolutely absurd and ridiculous and in no way meant to be taken seriously. And let me just say this. (laughs) If Robin being forced to take Killer Moth's daughter to the prom while Starfire looks on in a jealous rage isn't enough, to warrant that version of the theme song isn't enough to warrant that classification. I don't know what is. This is one of the most insane half hours of television you will ever watch. It is bonkers and amazing and it is worth studying. Like, entire books should be written Just about the absurdity of this episode and its storyline. It is... Oh my god, it's something special. (laughs) I love it. So much. Like, right from the opening scene. Like, right from the cold open. This just solidifies its place as, like, one of the most insane things Teen Titans has ever done. Because right off the bat, they established Killer Moth. Who, by the way, is a fairly significant DC side villain. Like, that dude's a Batman villain. Like, he's got a pretty big rep. He's not some random dude that they plucked from the bottom of the barrel or created for the show or something. Like, he is a significant character from DC lore. Well, okay, maybe not significant, but a notable character from DC lore. And they're portraying him as a strung-out dad who is struggling to appease his nightmarishly spoiled daughter. (laughs) 
Oh, and it's Thomas Hayden Church. They got Thomas Hayden Church to play him. They got Thomas Hayden Church to play this version of Killer Moth. Holy shit, it's beautiful. <laughs> it's amazing. Like, it's such a great alternate insane take on the character. And it's just the most wonderful thing ever. You get that opening sequence where Killer Moth is planning his attack on the city in the basement. And then Kitten's just like, Daddy! And just completely interrupts him. And he's just whining about it like, My boyfriend broke up with me. I'll teach him. I'll make him so jealous. I need a date to the prom. You're gonna find me a date. I want... And then it cuts to Robin. (laughs) And you're just like, Oh, God. (laughs) This is gonna happen, isn't it? Oh, boy. Then you get this random fight with... Just some spider-headed dude. Now, as random as this sequence seems, it comes back. (laughs) Oh, boy. Does it come back. Uh, But we get a really clever sequence. We get a really nice chase sequence with a spider-headed dude. Uh, It's very fun. It's very entertaining. And then the episode seemingly forgets about him. Until it doesn't in the best way possible. (laughs) And then, uh, because Robin got paralyzed, uh, Starfire goes to help him with the whole moving thing. (laughs) With the whole being able to walk thing. And Cyborg, Raven, and Beast Boy search for the Spider-Headed Dude. And find a swarm of killer moths. Well, moths. And just get into this epic fight with all this giant swarm of moths on this bridge. They're overwhelmed. Killer Moth calls the tower while Robin and Starfire are there. And like, hey, even if you even if you defeat a few of my moths, you're, there's nothing stopping me from releasing the whole swarm. And Killer Moth's demands are simple. In exchange for not releasing the moths, you'll get a few things like City is Mine, freaking Titans Will Surrender, blah, 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 blah. Also, take this young lady to her junior prom. (laughs) And this scene is so beautiful. This scene of the call with Killer Moth and Kitten is so amazing uh starfire immediately hates this bitch (laughs) uh for forcing robin to go to the prom with her uh robin's just confused and he's just like i have to do it okay i'll take the girl to prom (laughs) and killer moth's like don't tell me ask her <laughs> oh, and Robin's forced to ask Kitten. Kitten, will you, will you go to prom with me? <laughs> and then we get the prom sequence. 
where Robin is just put through so much trials and tribulations with Kitten just being a bitch, uh, forcing him to do a bunch of prom things that he's not comfortable with, making sure everyone knows he she's on a date with Robin. Meanwhile, Starfire's there as a... Uh, as quote-unquote protection, but really she's just there to look on in jealous outrage. <laughs> oh my god, the levels to which she is pissed throughout this entire episode about the whole ordeal. It is so funny. It is so well done. Uh, they go full anime. <laughs> In her character reactions. And it's so beautiful. It's the most wonderful thing on the planet. And you're just watching it thinking, holy shit, this is happening. (laughs) And I love it. (laughs) And then over the course of all the deal... Uh, Cyborg, Raven, and Beast Boy are able to track down Killer Moth's hideout. They're in the basement. They're like, okay, we got the things. And Robin... This, by the way, is perfectly timed because Kitten's now demanding a kiss from Robin. And Robin at this moment is like, nope, not even if you paid me. Right now, Killer Moth's being uh, taken down. (laughs) Or actually, no, I'm getting the order wrong. Uh, it was Robin breaking away saying Killer Moth's being taken down right now. Uh, Kitten's like, nope, he's not calling the shots. I am. Uh, and she's got the trigger to release the moths. And then Kitten's like, you're gonna kiss me or else I'll release the moths. And then Robin's like, nope. And then takes the trigger from her hands. It is at this moment that Chekhov's gun goes off. In the best possible way. And that random thrown-in spider-headed dude that this episode forgot about turns out to be Kitten's ex-boyfriend who he who she was trying to make jealous with this whole scenario. <laughs> So now we get this weird triple action sequence where Robin's fighting Fang. Kitten's fighting Starfire. (laughs) And Killer Moss fighting the rest of the Titans. (laughs) Oh, and it's this amazing, amazing third act. Uh, Kitten looks on on the Robin-Fang fight and is like, Yay! Boys fighting over me! And Starfire's like, they're not fighting over you! And then we get the greatest catfight of all time (laughs) between Kitten and Starfire. It's amazing. It's so good. Meanwhile, the actual serious battle is happening with 
the Titans and Killer Moth. Uh, boring! An actual battle with an actual supervillain that isn't insane in any way. Boring! <laughs> no, it's a good action sequence. Uh, at one point, Kitten gets mad because Starfire ruined her dress and is like, Okay, I'm releasing the moths now because you ruined my dress. This episode's the greatest thing ever. <laughs> uh, and, and then the moths get released. The Titans, like, block all the exits from the basement. And then eventually, like, the trigger gets destroyed. The moths randomly turn into, like, little silkworms. Or giant little silkworms. You know what I mean. And then everything's cool. <laughs> Everyone gets arrested. Uh, Robin apologizes to two paralyzed teens for ruining their prom. And they're like, are you kidding? This was the best prom ever. <laughs> and then the king and queen are crowned. And it's Robin and Starfire. <laughs> oh, and that's where the episode ends. Killer Moth and Fang are both arrested. Kitten's proclaiming that uh, he'll pay for dumping her. <laughs> Oh, it's beautiful. It's the most beautiful thing on the planet. See, like, I'm making fun of this episode as if it's, like, bad or poorly written. But, like, every joke I've made, like, Teen Titans with this episode is in on. Like, this is the beauty of Teen Titans. They are doing something so absurd, so insane, so absolutely ridiculous and bonkers. But they're doing it in such a tongue-in-cheek way. And at no point does it feel like unintentionally hilarious. Like every time something ridiculous happens and you laugh at the absurdity of it all, you're laughing with the show, not at the show. Like that's the beauty of Teen Titans. That's the line they walk. Uh, I made the joke about how Starfire and Kitten are in the greatest cat fight of all time. Uh, the show is in on that joke, 100%. They do not animate that. They do not draw that as, like, an epic battle between a superhero and a supervillain. They draw that as a literal cat fight. <laughs> and it's so, so amazing. Like, it's so wonderful. This is such a beautiful lesson uh, in, the, in the flip side of Teen Titans storytelling. Uh, we talk a lot about how profound Teen Titans can be, how character-driven it is, how plot-driven it is. But there's just as much of it that's like this, just absurdist, insane, bonkers, tongue-in-cheek stuff that's written so perfectly and is so, so freaking amazing. Like, it's episodes like this that make you just... Make you just wanna like rewatch Teen Titans fifty times over just because you get to laugh at these absurd scenarios over and over and over again. Uh, it also makes me even more annoyed that Teen Titans Go exists 
Uh, because in Teen Titans Go's mind, this is the serious Teen Titans. This episode was part of the the serious Teen Titans. I swear to God, the writers of Go, they they have never seen an episode of this show. <laughs> they have never seen a single episode of this series. If they think that this is the serious Teen Titans. Good God. I may still have some reserved anger from Teen Titans Go versus Teen Titans. Uh, because they made that joke constantly. How the tit- how this version of the Titans was a serious Titans and needed to lighten up. This episode proves it's very much not that. Like, at all. <laughs> uh, if you like this, favorite the podcast, anchor.fm slash TV archives so that you can be here every single Monday through Friday as I go through every single episode of this and other shows. And you can find it on pretty much whatever podcatcher app you prefer. Feel free to call in as well. It's simplest just to push up a button on the Anchor app. I'll play those on the show from time to time. If you feel so inclined to send those in. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram, TomTom4468, and support the show. Patreon.com slash Thomas Clark, pledge just a dollar a month. I appreciate everything I get through there. Or, if that doesn't work for you, you can also support the show directly via Anchor. I appreciate that as well. Uh, Tomorrow we will be discussing Season 2, Episode 7. Talk to you then.